Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. You know, when you go through tough times like this, maybe it makes you a better team. You know, for Connor and for Dreisaitl, those guys have had uh, nice careers, and they've hit a little bump in the road, and it's going to make them better, it's going to make them stronger, and it's going to make them great people. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malala. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of office printers and copiers. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot now, Bob Stopper on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 6.30 Shed. tell you welcome everybody bob stoffer uh, joining you here on oilers now uh brendan we're having a little issue here out of the gate so i'm gonna ask for your uh, technical brilliance at some point but uh this is oilers now it's brought to you by digitex chad uses digitex for their copiers and printers their service is excellent coming up on today's edition of oilers now complete recap of last night's victory, uh, the Edmonton Oilers pounding the Ottawa Senators by a score of 6-2. to two. From NHL Hockey and Rogers, courtesy of our friends, our friends at the River Cree Resort and Casino, Elliot Friedman. Today, uh, you're going to need to talk in 23 seconds, so hop over there. That's great. This is this is what you call live radio at its finest here. Uh, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers. Uh, we are going to open up the phone lines today on a River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Tomorrow, Bill Engvall, April 14th, Larry the Cable Guy. Live at the River Creek Resort and Casino. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. Uh, again, we'll take calls at 1 o'clock. A couple different themes we'll be hitting on, which I'll get to in about 
87 seconds time. You can email us at oilersnow at 630chat.com. You can text us at 630-630, brought to you by Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. We are on Twitter as well, at Oilers uh, Now. That's the show account. How many uh, followers are we now up to, Brendan Ulrich, on that uh, Oilers Now uh, Twitter account uh, that's going right now? Over 36,000, I believe. That's all right. We're doing okay there. Not bad. Uh, you can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, Brendan at Brendan Ulrich. Again, Elliot is coming in, uh, joining us today via phone at 1235. Every Tuesday in Oilers now, Mark Spector, Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta. Live thoroughbred racing returns to Northlands Park May 5th. As I switch out headsets to get going today, we throw to a uh, victorious 6-2 result last night in the nation's capital. By the way, we rolled in about three. Uh, I think I uh, rewatched. Uh, there's about an eight-minute condensed uh, game that you get to watch. Now, uh, if you go to uh, NHL.com on a nightly basis, I do that every night before I go to bed just to encapsulate, uh, sort of uh, rewatch what we saw that night. But here is uh, Jack Michaels with the call. The Oilers win 6-2 in Ottawa. And that's with a great month of Talbot off the draw. A blast and a save made by Anderson. Big rebound. Loose in front. Poked home by Drake Kajula. It was sitting in the blue paint. And Kajula's second goal in as many games has given Edmonton a 1-0 lead at 8-23. We noticed early on Anderson was leaking big rebounds. This one cost him. And here comes McDavid. Up to Ty Ratty. Four on two for Edmonton. Ratty a pass. Slightly off the mark. Nugent Hopkins centers. McDavid shoots and scores. Ryan Nugent Hopkins finds McDavid in the slot and he buries it for a 2-0 lead. His 35th comes at 5-10, period two. Off the draw, Ratty works it free. McDavid bursts in, saucer pass, one-timer score. Ryan Nugent Hopkins at even strength comes right back and Edmonton back to a two-goal lead. Shabbat and CeCe with the assist on Duchesne's power play goal. Now the Oilers another three-on-one. McDavid walks in right circle, juggles back door, one-timer score. Ty Ratty buries it, and the Oilers strike again. Ratty's third in six games this year for Edmonton. Off the draw, the Senators will send it up the right-hand side. Remember, they're in a shorthanded scenario right now. Aberg took it away from Tom Pyatt, and he'll break away from the pack. Lucic on his left. He finds him in over the line. Milan Lucic to the net. Circles, waits, delivers a pass in front. Quick shot, score! And it's Kajula's second of the night. A drop pass for McDavid right around Hoffman to the net. Wrist shot score. Beautiful move by Connor McDavid. He's got two goals and two assists. And the Oilers out to a 6-2 lead with 320 to play. All right, so Edmonton uh, gets the victory. The final score, 6-2. Connor McDavid, two goals, two assists. Here is Todd McClellan. I'm actually running out of answers, creative answers to describe it too. So um, just a remarkable effort, um, especially the way they responded after getting scored on. That was important. That's great leadership. Uh, we talk a lot about those pushback and response shifts, and um, he and their line uh, did a tremendous job of doing that tonight. And then uh, he's just got so much pace to his game, change of speed, uh, deception that uh, it's tough to defend. And he took, took advantage of some situations that were created. Edmonton Oilers get the win. Connor McDavid, two goals, four points. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, a goal and two assists. Ty Radia, 
an industrious one-goal, two-point performance. Here's Todd McClellan on the recall from Bakersfield. Well, we've got to remember, Ty's a, a pretty uh, offensively creative player, and uh, he has scored a lot in his career, especially through his junior days, and uh, maybe hasn't happened for him as much at the, the NHL level, but the opportunity he's getting now to play in the you know, in the top six or top three, and uh, the amount of ice time he's taking advantage of, so I don't know if he's ever got that chance, uh, but he's getting it now, and we're finding out whether he can uh, sustain it, and that'll be the, the key for him, but he, he's fit that line well. Um, he thinks the game uh, at their level, and he puts himself in a good spot. Uh, yes, indeed. Edmonton picks up three road wins. Ratty, three goals, five points on the road trip in four games. Ryan Nugent Hopkins has played seven games now with Connor McDavid. He has nine points in plus 10 during that stretch. Oh, McDavid, plus 13. During that, or, uh, you know, 13 points during that run. So they're going pretty good, that line. Here's Connor McDavid with his thoughts on his line mates. Well, I'm not too sure what it is. Um, you know, we've had our good nights, we've had our off nights, and, and uh, you know, I thought the other night in Carolina was uh, was not a good light night for our line, and, and, and the team was great. And um, you know, so they kind of picked us up, and and, uh, and tonight I thought uh, we were real good. So you know, we've had our good nights, we've had our off nights, and, and you're going to get that, though. Ty Ratty making the most of his opportunity. For sure. I think uh, uh, happy for a win. That's an awesome road trip for the Oilers. And, and, yeah, I pinched myself. I think, obviously, McDavid's last goal there. I'm just watching. I'm on the ice and I'm watching. And it's unbelievable what he can do with the puck. And uh, lucky enough to play with two good players and lucky enough to contribute tonight. I think just don't get in your own head. I think uh, you're playing with the best player in the world. And, and uh, you think just look for him, just look for him. But uh, trying to move my feet. I'm trying to keep up with him and, and make plays and, and uh, open up ice and just get pucks back. So right now it's clicking. And, and like I said, that's that's a nice road trip. That's a nice uh, road trip for the Oilers, he says. Think about that. Words matter. He doesn't think he's a full-time Oiler yet. He's taking it one game at a time. He's appreciating the moment that is here. Jack Michaels and myself spoke to Ryan Nugent Hopkins after last night's game. Ryan, by the way, is a big fan of Ty Ratty. They played a bit together before in tournaments and that sort of thing when they were younger. And here is the Nuge. Yeah, I mean, uh, since Ty's come up and uh, played with uh, me and Connor, uh, it's been a really good luck to the line. And um, Like I said, um, I think in Florida, he's an easy guy to play with. You just got to find him in the right spot, and he actually creates a lot of open ice. So, um, yeah, it's been fun. Tonight was a, a good night. I mean, Connor was feeling it. He's flying. Uh, so, it was, uh, yeah, it was just a good night overall for our team. All right, so Edmonton gets the win. Let's hunker down. Let's get to some thoughts now, Brendan. Um, and again, you can text us at 630-630 on our Westlock Ford text line. Here we go. First of all, how do you think this experiment has worked with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Connor McDavid? <laughs> well, it almost seems like the perfect match so far. And uh, I don't know where the others would be if they tried it earlier. A lot of people are wondering that today. Do you know why it's been the perfect match so far? Because McDavid just doesn't make Nugent Hopkins better. Nugent Hopkins mm-hmm. makes McDavid better. I think that's fair, yeah. Here's here's the thing. We, we talk about the long-term core of the team, and it's going to be Connor McDavid, and it's going to be Leon Dreisettle, and it's going to be Darnell Nurse. We know that. Nurse, by the way, plus three um, in last night's game. 
Adam Larson was plus four. Adam Larson is plus 19 in his last 19 games. In two years in Edmonton, Adam Larson is now plus 34. The puck goes in the right direction when Adam Larson is on the ice. He is what he is, which is an excellent defensive defenseman and a good guy. By the way, he's going to play for Sweden coming up the uh, upcoming World Hockey Championships. The head coach, uh, Gronberg, Ricard Gronberg, uh, has been in Ottawa last uh, few games. But back to uh, back to Nugent Hopkins. So when we... Th- it's not the easiest thing in the world to play with a ridiculously obscene talent like Connor McDavid. Some would say you're quite fortuitous to get that chance, but it is a two-way street. And the Oilers have two forwards, different, each with different strengths, that can certainly play at the level with Connor. Leon Dreisaitl absolutely proved it last year, 77 points in the season. Uh, they split him up in the Anaheim series, and it was Dreisaitl that elevated during the course of that series and really helped the team. And, and hey, he got paid for it, too. But the long-term vision is for him to play center. But he, he, he can help McDavid in the face-off circle. They have chemistry. Dreisaitl makes really good plays on his backhand when he plays over in the right wing. In Nugent Hopkins' case, I, I will tell you that it is my belief that he might be the most respected player at this stage on the team. Don't get me wrong. There is awe from his teammates for what Connor McDavid can do. But put yourself in that room and understand that Nugent Hopkins' number one overall pick was running the power play early in his tenure as a member of the Edmonton Oilers. He was supposed to be the guy, the first-line center. Uh, A really good player, not a generational talent, but a really good player. And then Edmonton gets Dreisaitl and McDavid in back-to-back years, and the dynamic changes. So the guy that got stuck, not necessarily having the sexiest of roles for the last few seasons, has been Ryan Nugent Hopkins. And he's been nothing but a consummate professional every step of the way. And that resonates, resonates with his teammates. He's got an immense amount of respect from that group. Okay, But he could always make plays. And he could certainly think his way around the ice. I would strongly argue that you could say at this stage, Ryan Nugent Hopkins might be a better power play player than Connor McDavid. Okay? Think about what he did. Think about what he did in his rookie season, 2010-11. The Edmonton Oilers were third in the NHL on the power play. The next season, uh, or two years later, in thir- no, 12-13. Yeah, the next 11-12. Yeah, 12-13. The Oilers were eighth in the league in the lockout short year, but let's not forget what happened here. They were actually third in the Pacific Division because teams only played in the same uh, conference that season. So they were third in the West that season. So for two years, the Oilers had a pretty good power play, 11-12, 12-13. That was Ralph Kruger's power play. Then the decision was made, the wrong decision. The decision was made to move out Ralph Kruger, bring in Dallas Akins. We know what happened. He did his part. He helped the Oilers get Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid. There's a positive spin for you. Nugent Hopkins at times has kind of been forgotten. But when you look at his effectiveness running the power play this year in the minutes played, he's been pretty good. Even the spark and the pick-me-up that the Oilers had starting against Tampa Bay, that happened once Nugent Hopkins went to the first unit. So do the Oilers need to trade Nugent Hopkins for a left winger? 
You saw Mike Hoffman play. You think Connor? You think if that if it, the roles were reversed, if that was Nugent Hopkins trying to defend Connor McDavid instead of Mike Hoffman, do you think that effort would have come out of Nugent Hopkins? Okay. Well, I've been saying for months I wouldn't trade Nugent Hopkins for for Mike Hoffman, and last night was a perfect example. So we, we we know Hoffman can shoot the pill, right? Well, Nugent Hopkins has got a pretty good wrist shot himself. Okay, he's way more of a valuable player. He's way more of a valuable player. He can play center. He's some would suggest in Ottawa that Hoffman Hoffman's got a reputation for being a little selfish. I can't. I don't know the player well enough personally. I think he's a good player. He's going to have four straight years, 25-plus goals. That's hard to do in this league. But we've just started to see what Nugent Hopkins can do with McDavid. And it kind of looks like the Oilers have the right winger, especially given that it allows Dreisaitl to carry a line, too. And we saw what happened. Carolina focused the game before. They Now, they were healthier than Ottawa. That should be stated. But the Carolina Hurricanes put Jordan Stahl out against McDavid. They won a lot of face-offs, and then they had Pesci and Slavin, two guys that can skate and defend going against McDavid. And so they layered their coverage against him during the course of that game. In the meantime, Leon Dreisaitl drilled them. Last night, and I'm still trying to figure out why, so I was almost wondering if Ottawa was trying to showcase Zach Smith to Edmonton. I mean, why he's played wing, he's played center. Why would you have Zach Smith, who's not known for his foot speed, going ahead ahead against McDavid? But the fact is, he actually did a better job against McDavid than John Gabriel Pajot did. And I, I, there are lots of guys around the league that like John Gabriel Pajot. He's having a tough year because his line was challenged going against McDavid last night. So Texas at six thirty, six thirty. Could the Edmonton Oilers? Let's use the phrase live. With Nugent Hopkins, with McDavid, and then Dreisaitl centering his own line. And then that leaves Strom as a third-line center option, a right shot. Strom has to pick up his intensity around the net. He's had lots of chances to finish. He's cost Yesapoliarvi two points in the last two games. Because he didn't one time, he did score after Justin Falk jammed it back into his own net, but the puck should have been in the net on the setup for Poliarvi against Carolina. And then last night he fanned, healed the shot on a great setup from Poliarvi in the first period. Poliarvi in the first period, by the way, was the Oilers' best player. Game, the play fell off for that line, and plus McDavid, Nugent Hopkins, and Rowdy were going. As for Rowdy, the thing that surprised me, Brendan, he's greasier than I thought. Like, I, I always kind of thought Rowdy was a perimeter scorer, you know, that maybe couldn't quite get there, but... He wins puck battles. He's busted his hump to come back. I don't know if you can always pick it up on TV, but there's been times where he has raced back and made three-on-twos, three-on-threes over the course of that road trip. He is playing with the requisite desperation that gives a guy another game in the NHL. And the Oilers need that. I'm not saying he's a long-term solution, but I'm saying he keeps deserving to merit and play more games. Yeah, you keep running with it until he fails, and uh, he keeps passing every step. So, to me, Bob, I asked you this after the Carolina game. It's maybe about finding Drysettle, the perfect winger yeah. for next season, and so far so good with Kajula and, and Aberg. But we also saw it in the playoffs with Lucic and Slapashev last year. So, you don't want to get too carried away. But at the same time, if you can find someone in the offseason to push a Poliarvi next season well, on the I, right I, side, then you're in good shape. And Poliarvi has tremendous physical tools. He's a workout machine. It's just going to be how quickly he can assimilate and process, you know, how to play at this level in North America. 
and they got to be patient with him. Absolutely. And there's lots of frustration. Why isn't he on the first unit power play? I'm going to I'm going to take this the other way, Brendan. Who's on the first unit power? Can you name the first unit power play right now off the top of your head? Yeah. So we got, go for it. Fair. McDavid. Who? Yep. Uh, dry settle. Yeah. Hopkins. So I would pull Strom off the first unit power play right now, and I put Ratty there. I'll tell you why I do it because I. What has Strom done with Paul Yarvi and Lucic on that line? He has taken ownership whenever he's played with Paul Yarvi. He's he's taken the responsibility. I got a a little bit like Derek Roy did with Neil Yakupov. So part of me sitting, sitting there thinking, <clears throat> all right, well. Why don't you throw Ratty on the uh, first unit power play? Give him a look for a few games. Plus, it keeps your first line together. And then Strom can go out with Lucic and Pogliarvi on the second unit power play. And if you want to throw Aberg on there, go ahead, because you got dry settle on the first unit, and then split off the D. As for Bear, um, he's been challenged the last couple of games. There's no question. It's, it's, it's a tough progression. He is not ready to play in the NHL full-time next year. Uh, in my opinion, based on what we've seen so far. Lots of work. It's been okay. He's smart. He can make plays. Still needs some work. That's a given. All right, you can text us at 630-630. So the question again, do the Oilers still need to trade Nugent Hopkins for, based on what we've seen, their most glaring need right now is a right-shot power play guy. They've got themselves a left winger that can play with McDavid. And you talked about Dreisaitl? Don't forget. Yamamoto. Not an automatic that he's here to start the year next year, but he's coming, and the players respect him because he can think the game. They like him. They were energized by him when he was here. And I know analytics, not everybody likes it. He wasn't. He was doing fine when he got sent down. He just was unlucky not to have scored. So there's something there with the player. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, Brendan's going to rip off a uh, quick NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton show Showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6:30. Chad. Thanks, Connor. It is uh, 12:27 in Edmonton. Elite promotional marketing, more than just sportswear, brings us NHL today. Here's Brendan Ulrich. mixing the songs together there, Bob, but now we're good to go. Uh, five NHL games on tap tonight. We have Montreal and Buffalo. The uh, Habs have dropped four straight, just one win in their last ten. New Jersey, a big game for the Devils tonight. They are in Pittsburgh. One point up on the Panthers for the final wildcard spot, but they have dropped two in a row. St. Louis will have Tarasenko in the lineup tonight. They host Vancouver. The Blues three points back of the Ducks for a wildcard spot. Speaking of the Ducks, they've won four straight there in Winnipeg. How about this, Bob? Patrick Laine may play tonight. There was some uh, question marks about that leg injury, but it sounds like he might go. Finnish uh, players, they're my type of guys. You know why? Finns are, you know, they like to have a good time. They play, and they party hard. Right? That's, That's their reputation, man. They're all in. 
Well, Line A will uh, try to track down Ovechkin tonight for the Rocket Richard Trophy if he does play. Uh, the Dallas Stars have just uh, two wins in their last ten. They host Boston. The Stars, man, they, they had a chance to make the playoffs. Now they're almost out of it. Uh, they're four points back of the Ducks. Spets out two weeks, by the way. Richie returns. Mathot could play tonight. The Condors will try to make it three straight wins tonight in Ontario. We'll talk to Jerry Fleming at 1.30. WHL playoffs kicked off last night in Kelowna. Tri-City beat the Rockets 5 nothing in Game 1. Tyler Benson and Vancouver begin their series with Victoria tonight. Stuart Skinner and Swift Current take on Cameron Hebig and Rajani in Game 1 tonight as well. Yamamoto in action tomorrow. Uh, I will tell you this right now. Bob Torrey running the Tri-City Americans. They were injured all season with Valimaki, the Flames' first-round pick, and Rasmus in the Detroit first-round pick. That team's been a team that not a lot of people wanted to play in the first round, and Jason Smith and the Kelowna Rockets found that out last night. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bella when we come back. Elliot Friedman, courtesy of the River Cree Resort and Casino on Oilers Now.